welcome to livealittlehigher.com. I hope you had a beautiful, beautiful end of the year, beginning of the year with the holidays, with Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Shemini Atzeret and, and, and Simhas Torah. I hope you really enjoyed them and they were beautiful and wholesome. And um, yes, yesterday was Simhas Torah. We ended the last uh, parasha of the book of the Barim. And this week we begin the new uh, book of Bereshit. We begin a new, the Torah. Uh, every year we go again and again. Every year we learn something new, something that is relevant to us. And we should feel that the Torah is new. Every time we open a book of the Torah and we learn, it should feel like it's a new beginning. So Bereshit, which is the first Torah portion of the book of Bereshit, of Genesis, is the Torah narrative begins with the familiar creation story, which is actually 5,779 years ago, according to the Torah. And it starts telling, in the beginning God created, and it starts giving us all these detailed explanation of how Hashem created the world in the first day he, he created light and darkness and and so on and so on and after we are told that God rested on Shabbat on the seventh day from the creative process of the creation of the world that the text jumps immediately to the second creation of the story which is the creation of man and it gives a lot of focus on the creation of man and on humanity itself because the rest of the of the book of Genesis is talking about humanity and human drives and human nature and how we behave and how we're already uh, designed to have all these urges and needs like envy, jealousy, uh, all these things that humanity suffers from, we can see from the beginning that people were already feeling these things. So the, it focuses on man rather than on the rest of the world. And it, and it is this story that we hear of Adam and Hava, of Adam and Eve, and their creation, their sin, and eventually their exile from the Garden of Eden, the, the Gan Eden. And it says in Bereshit 2.4, these are the generations of the heavens and the earth on the day when they were created. And the word used for they were created is the word bihara, bi, behibaram, written with a small hay. And this suggests that we can split this word in two and read it as behibaram. God created the world with the letter hay. So in the book of Shem Shmuel, uh, we learned that God created the world with the letter He. Indeed, Rashi comments about this, and he says with the letter He, he created them. The, this teaches us that the world was created with the letter He. The shape of the letter He hints at the fact that the wicked fall, fall down to destruction. So for you, for those who don't know what the letter He looks like, I hope you can see here, it's this letter over here, and if you see, this letter has like a little roof and a leg, and then it has another leg that is not attached to the roof, and it has this whole um, gap in which uh, things can go in and things can go out. So Rashi says that the, that the, that the wicked can fall to destruction, that the sh this letter He hints at the fact that the wicked can fall down to destruction. And just as the hay itself is closed in all sides except the bottom, 
where it is completely upon, so too the wicked fall out of the bottom of the world to destruction. So this is something uh, mind-boggling. What is it telling us here? Like Hashem created a world and he created man and we would have expected that man, Hashem would have created these angelic human beings that were good. But here the, the text is telling us something very different. It's telling us that if the very letter of creation points to the life of the wicked people, then this implies that the primary focus of the world is really the wicked. And we would have thought that Hashem created the world for the Sadiqim, for the righteous people. But in reality, He did not create the world for the righteous people. He created the world for the wicked people. This is what uh, uh, Rashi is explaining to us. And, um, and that the purpose of creation really is for the wicked. So the great Rebbe of Alexander made an interesting observation. The Hebrew word for nature is teva. Literally, it means sunk. Indeed, the same word would be used to describe a ship that has sunk. Like imagine the word teva can be literally, the literal meaning could mean sunk for, for nature. And here it says everything in the natural world appears to conform to a fixed pattern. Like we see the sun rises on the east, it sets on the west every day, the ocean has a high tide, low tide, the moon has its cycles. Everything in nature it looks like it's perfect, it's perfection. Like you plant a seed and eventually you'll have a tree. It's like expected. This is the way it should run. It's, it's like an automatic, it's already programmed. So, uh, so if everything follows its na natural propensity, the world remains sunk in a rut, completely unable to see beyond a narrow physical existence to the divine dimension beyond. So what it's saying is that when we live in a world where we're guided by nature, we live like in a rut, we're sunk, because we're not able to experience the supernatural. We're not able to go a step higher and really connect to the higher realms. We're sunk in nature. So we expect every day I'm going to wake up, the, the alarm clock is going to wake me up, I'm going to have my coffee, my coffee machine has my coffee ready for me, and uh, then I run and then I know that exactly at 7.30 on the dot the train is going to be opening its doors and I'm already there waiting for the train and everything's running according to nature, everything's running smoothly for you. So nature sinks man into a crude total physical existence, it makes us physical beings. And we're really not physical beings. We are living a physical experience, but in reality, we have a soul. We have a, a, a spiritual part of us, which is inside of this body. So we're really a spiritual being living a physical experience. It's not that we're physical beings living a spiritual experience. Some people are thinking, oh, I need to be more spiritual. I need to connect to a higher uh, reality. I need to connect to God. I need to be more spiritual. No, it's the other way around. We are spiritual. We are already there. But the world, the nature of the world, it's, it, it draws us down. It, it sinks us. So, but man's aim is to break out of, the, out of these confines of this natural and apparently godless prison and to set his sight on the supernatural on bringing spirituality to himself and to this world. So the purpose of, of the world really is for us to bring heaven down to earth. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We should take all this material life that Hashem has given us, which is beautiful and, <coughs> and it's nice to have, 
But in reality, the purpose is not to live a, a physical existence for us. The, 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 the true test is to take all this physicality and make it a vessel for Hashem by making it spiritual. Like even the clothes you wear, which would look so physical, if you wear them with the right intention, you're wearing a nice suit and a nice tie or a nice dress, because you want to look nice and elegant for the Creator, to, for Hashem, you should look like a son of, or a daughter of God in this world. Who are you representing? You have to dress properly. Then this garment, which would be so physical, in reality becomes very spiritual. So if we accept this, then we can appreciate why this world was created with a hay, even though this seems to focus on the wicked elements amongst us, mankind is naturally, naturally like a hay. Without effort, if we don't put any effort of ourselves, we would follow our natural inclination and we would just fall down like the wicked. Because we are made with an animal soul and a godly soul. We have this duality inside of us. So we have a part of us which is absolutely instinctive, animalistic, egocentric, which draws us down. And then we have a part of us which is divine, which we're always trying to be better people, be nicer, be kinder, be loving, trying to do what Hashem wants and expects from us. There, everybody wants to be better. If you don't believe me, look at a bookstore and see how many books there are for people to become better people. So, so it says this, why is the leg of the hay hanging? Why doesn't it reach from top to bottom rather than leaving a small gap near the top? To hint at the balshuva. So that little gap that is on the top of the hay really is for the balshuva so he can re-enter when he falls. I find this beautiful. This is in, in Bereshit Rabbah 12.10 in Menachot 29b. The hay, as I showed you, has that that no no floor so if you don't work on yourself you're just gonna fall down but the nice thing is that if you work on yourself you can always go up and you can always re-enter through that gap so it is quite a small hole but if a person can overcome his natural inclination he can raise himself up we can all raise ourselves up we, we don't need to be animals i remember there was a story of a man that was, there were two men that were in a on the Holocaust in a concentration camp. They were very good friends and they were very religious. And after the Holocaust ended and then they were liberated, one of them kept himself very religious and the other one eh, decided he, religious, religion was not for him. He didn't believe in God anymore and he was very angry. Many, many years later, like 40 years later, there was a reunion and um, or more, 50 years later, there was a reunion, and they remet. They remet each other, and they both were with their families: the secular man and the religious man. And he saw that this religious man had this beautiful family. He only had had two kids and two grandchildren. The other one had like 10 children. Had I don't know how many grandchildren. Had a beautiful life. And he asked him, "Tell me, my friend, how did you do it to be to?" to be able to connect yourself to God in such a time and to really, after all that we saw and all that we lived, you were able to resist yourself and, and continue going in the, in the Derech Hashem, in the path of Hashem, of God. He says, I'm going to tell you a story. One day they, were, they took us out to work and it was a very cold day. It was snowing, I was freezing, I, my shoes had holes in them. 
I had a very bad cold, I couldn't take it anymore, and I collapsed in the floor. And at that moment, the, the, the German soldier came to me and he put his boot in my neck and his rifle on my head. And I knew he was gonna kill me at that moment. That was the end of my life. And at that moment, the only thing I could see was his boot. And the only thing that I could think of was, Hashem, thank you for making me a, a Jew, for making me a human and not making me a boot. Thank you so much. And at that moment, something happened and the soldier had to run out and I, my life was spared. It was a miracle. So he realized that to be a human, you cannot just be a person that looks like a human. There's many people that look human, but really they live like animals. They think like animals, they act like animals, they dress like animals, they behave like animals, they talk like animals. To be human, you have to be refined. You have to really fight the animal in you. And you have to always live a little higher. Live like a human, don't live like an animal. If you're hungry, yes, you're hungry, but you know what, don't go and gulp the food that you're gonna eat. Just sit for one second, analyze the food, say thank you to God that he's feeding you, that he's giving you this food. Acknowledge where it's coming from. That, only that little second, it makes the whole difference between an animal and a, and a human. So this concept of the hay really is there to teach us that the world was made for the wicked because we were created wicked. When Hashem created man, he said, let us make man. Let, let us make man. What is he saying? Who is he talking to? He's talking to us. We, he doesn't make us menches. We're not born like completely done. We have, we're very incomplete people and we come to this world to really complete ourselves and complete the world and correct and refine everything around us. That is the concept of the hey. That is the concept of Bereshit. And, um, and that's the whole idea. So it is a quite small, the, 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 what we have to know is that we have the capacity to achieve great spiritual heights. We have that capacity. And, but first we need to be aware of our an, animal inclinations, of our instinctive inclinations. And the world was created with this hay, symbolizing the point from which we must all begin our journey towards spiritual perfection. So I wish you a beautiful week, a blessed week. We should start this year, the head of the year, with the right foot, with the right intentions, with the right mindset. So in that way, we can really come to be what we are meant to be and, um, and live a little higher. Thank you.